Hold up. Let's get real. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Are you in the city right now? I am. Where are you? Um, out on Long Island. I'm coming back Friday. I'm very excited. I think you're gonna feel there's a difference, but I think you'll feel like, ugh, I'm home. Because that's how I, I know, felt. I know. Yeah, I, I've been going back and forth a lot, and it's definitely kind of seeming more normal um, yeah. as the summer has gone on. So I'm excited, and I'm excited. Restaurants are doing indoor dining, so feels like we're moving in a positive direction, finally. No, I know. Um, okay, so before we dive right in, because I want to talk to you about that, obviously. Um, I just want to say this is my first real talk with Ronnie on Instagram live. I was oh. hoping to have you back in like my studio. I film at the wing in Flatiron in September and I don't think they're opening. So I know we were supposed to film in March, right? March. Or, yeah, you were my next one and then everything closed right Crazy. before the lockdown. So I was like, you know what? We all have to adapt. I don't want to stop the series. I had... I filmed so much in January, February that I had enough content and now I don't have anything. And oh I'm like, God. I can't just stop doing it. So right, you have to just find a way to make it work like everyone else has in this crazy time. Yeah, exactly. And actually the podcast was doing better than the YouTube series anyways, in terms of subscribers. So wow. we'll, pull, we'll pull the audio from this because everybody's just listening. Um, yeah. So it's a perfect time for me to say, don't forget to subscribe to Real Talk with Ronnie, wherever you listen to your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, it's available everywhere. Um, so yeah, let's jump right in. I mean, talk to me about That's restaurants good. going indoors. Um, you know, I was, my first instinct was like, oh my God, yay, finally. And then, you know, some people were like, no, this isn't good. Um, and, you know, I, I hear both sides, but ultimately we want things to be normal. We want um, restaurants to open. We want people to have their jobs back. And as long as we continue to be safe and careful, we should just keep um, moving forward. And this is a great step. I mean, the restaurant industry is really, really suffering. And, you know, they predicted that six, something like 68% of restaurants would close by the end of the year if they didn't do indoor dining. So yes, restaurants are still going to be suffering a lot. Um, even with the 25% capacity, but it's a start and it's better than nothing. So um, I, I'm all for it. Me too. I mean, I just hope that people don't get sick, but I guess exactly. the only way to try is for people to try, you know, for us right. to at least start testing it out and seeing. And I feel like it's not impossible for you to just wear a mask when like your waiter comes to the table and then take it off when you're eating and talking and like, you know, you place your order and they shouldn't really come back a million other times unless they're filling your water. So exactly, exactly. And 25% really isn't a lot. So right. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have been eating out in the city every week because it's just something to do. So every yeah. week, my husband and I eat out like we go with friends or we go on a date night and it's crowded. Um, yeah. And you have to wait 45 minutes to get a table. Like it feels like New York, you know, which I exactly. love, but there's a lot of people and it's fine because you're at your table. So you're only, you know, talking to the people at your table and you're probably there because you trust them. 
However, the second you get up, like I almost immediately rush out of there because I put the mask on and I'm yeah, for sure. by people waiting in line and whatever. So, I mean, hopefully our rates continue to stay low and we can continue to really inside so. and inside. Um, how's it been in the Hamptons? How's the outdoor eating? It's been, I mean, they have indoor eating here. Oh. Um, since... I think it's like the beginning of July, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But I mean, we haven't eaten indoors because why would we? You know, there's yeah. so much outdoor seating. There's so much more space here. Um, so we haven't really done it. But restaurants do have indoor seating here. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing it when right. you have the option of outside. Exactly. I, I think more when it gets cold out. Um, it's, real, it's really to help the restaurants. I mean, in yeah. September 30th, it's still going to be nice out. I think, you know, we're really doing this to give the restaurants more business, to give them that opportunity. Yeah, I don't understand how they can pay rent. I just don't. They're I not. Don't, That's exactly I, what it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's been nuts. But how have you been? How else has quarantine been? I noticed you've been doing a lot of cooking, like a the lot of cooking. It's crazy because I still call it quarantine, but me we're too. not quarantining, but like I call it quarantine. And then a few weeks ago, it hit me. I was like, is that normal? Or if I tell people I'm quarantining, do they assume that I've been exposed and that's why I'm right. quarantining? Right. But I, yeah, I still call it that. Um, it's been it's been fine. I don't know. I'm used to it by now. I have been doing a lot more cooking. I mean, I really had to pivot pretty much my whole business um, during this time. And, you know, especially at the beginning when there was no dining at all um, right. to doing a lot of cooking and recipes. And people would always ask me before this, do you cook? Do you cook? And I would say, yeah, I do. But, you know, I wouldn't cook my whatever I was making at home. But now that's something that I've had to integrate in. Um, you know, it's opened up a whole new audience and um, a whole new door of people who, you know, are buying at home, who are asking me what pans they use, who are asking me what cooking products they use. I've created an Amazon store where I link to the products for um, all my recipes. So, like, there are all these things that I've done to um, kind of entertain my audience and myself at the same time. Yeah, um, but it's been really successful. So I think it's something that I'll continue to do. I think people like the cooking and people are eating in more than they were before regardless. So um, definitely around to stay. Did you jump on the banana bread wagon? Um, I thought about it all the time, but I never actually made it. Um, so no. <laughs> I made it every week for five weeks. Oh my God. Got creative. So we were using almond flour to become healthier. And then we were throwing other fruits in it and berries. And then we started, we were like, forget the bread, let's make muffins. So we were using like cupcake pans. Um, I think everyone had the same idea. I mean, the yeah. amount that I've cooked in this time is like insane. Like I've never um, spent so much time cooking. Same, same. And I have to cook for my husband and my daughter and so oh my want she usually eats what we eat but she's a picky eater so there's always like an alternative amended version of what we're eating right, um, right. um i saw that you made the spinach artichoke dip from hillstone hillstone is a, that was a good one yeah that was a good one are they sending you recipes or you're just trying no everyone asked me that and it's funny because 
weirdly enough, even though I have contacts with so many of the restaurants that I pull recipes from, I don't ever ask them and I don't ever tell them I'm doing it. I think, um, I don't know, it's just kind of part of the fun and part of the challenge is looking it up online, trying to see if there's any kind of recipe or guideline, um, getting the ingredients and then kind of recipe testing on my own. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that these recipes are not meant to be, um, yes, they're meant to be replicas, but at the same time, they're meant to be something you can make at home. So right. a lot of the recipes like include equipment or, or something that, um, like a deep fryer that, that no one really has at home. So, um, it's kind of better because it's like, if I can do it, like I'm no chef, right? So if I can do it, you can do it. Um, so I think that kind of process makes it a lot more appealing to my followers who can be like, okay, well, I can make this too. This is what you need. And this is how she did it. So, yeah, that's nice. I mean, I love the spicy rigatoni from Carbone and the Hillstone artichoke, spinach artichoke dip was my personal favorite. Um, but I want to, first, I want to get into your journey and how you started eating NYC in the first place, because I feel like so many of us in New York are foodies just in terms of like loving to go out to eat and loving food. However, not all of us start the business that you're in. You know, we think about it probably once or twice. Well, I started it by accident. Um, I, I started it in 2014 just as a hobby. Um, had no idea that it could be a business or profitable or anything like that. Um, but it was kind of like my intro to the food industry. And um, after starting it, I worked in hospitality for a few years. Um, and then since 2017, I've been doing it full time. So I kind of really grew with the industry. Um, the whole like influencer thing wasn't a thing when I started this. So um, it's been really cool to kind of watch it all take off and, um, you know, learn with the developers and learn with the PR agencies and whoever it is that I'm working with. But um, yeah, I've been doing this full time for, I guess now almost four years, which is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. What did you do before this in hospitality? So I worked at a PR marketing agency and doing social media and PR. And then I worked in house for a restaurant group um, as a director of social media and public relations as well. Oh, great. Kind of like all in the same like sphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I should mention that I, we've actually met before. Um, in real life? No way. In, yes, we were at a, a birthday party. Um, we have two friends in common. So the first friend is Rebecca Orbach, who- Oh my God. Friends, and you and her went to middle school together or something, and she wanted me to, to mention the Thai food spot that you guys would always go to and bring your fake IDs to drink. Oh I don't my God. Tell Alexa. And then the second person in common is actually how we met in real life. Nazila and Sharona are friends yeah. of mine. Sharona what a small world. Yeah, so I met you at the girls' birthday party at like the My Gym on Upper West Side or something. Oh my God, that's crazy. What a it was small world. How are you? Like we didn't really know who each other right, was. Right, right, right. Well, she's in real estate, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and Sharona had the twins the same month that I birthed my daughter. So we've been like mom friends. That's so cute. That's amazing. So what is she two now? A little over two? Yeah. Amazing. 
And I think you just got your dog right around that birthday party. Yes, we just got the dog. We brought Cosmo. Yeah. Everyone was like swooning over this puppy. He's the best. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Do you take Cosmo out to eat? What are your stances on that? Um, we do take him out to eat. Um, there have been one or two restaurants that weren't okay with it. So I think the rules, I don't really understand what the rules are, but like pretty much everyone is okay with it. And then once or twice, someone, actually only once, they were like, we can't have dogs. And I didn't really understand why. But um, I think it's fine. I mean, he's a small dog. He sits on my lap. He's very clean. Like I bathe him all the time. Um, and he's, he's quiet. So I don't think it should be a problem. I mean, I think yeah. he's not disturbing anyone. So yeah. yeah if everybody's eating outside, it's like right. should be part of the culture that, you know. Yeah, I agree. And it's nice. I mean, it's who wants to leave their dog at home, especially in the city, it's sad. Yeah. Um, but speaking of eating outside, so I have been, like I said, forcing my husband to go and eat out with me every week. And his rule is he not eat on the avenue. Because if you've seen, they've set up like, and most of them have done a really nice job. They have like these enclosements that they've created with like wood. And usually they- Some, are, some of them are gorgeous. Yeah. However, on the avenues, now that like fall is coming, people are back in the city. There is traffic. It's not like back in April when the were dead. Like there's cars and they're driving fast. And so he's like, we are not eating on an avenue. So his rule is side street or sidewalk. And on the Upper East Side, there's a lot of really wide sidewalks. So there's a lot of safe eating. <laughs> right, right. But how do you feel about eating on the street? Um, I... I haven't eaten out enough times to really say. I think I've only done, I don't know. No, I've done it all now that I'm thinking about it and kind of Upper East Side as well. I don't mind it. Yeah. I think maybe it does feel slightly more hectic, but I I don't mind it. Yeah, I think if they do a good job with the plants, then you don't feel like you're eating in traffic. Yes. Oh, like It I all depends on the setup, but... Um, and also the time of day, like if it's just a quick lunch, like it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I think only if it's like you're trying to eat a nice peaceful meal that it becomes a bother. But, um, overall I can't say that I've really minded it. Okay, good. I mean, I feel like most people think the way you feel and my husband's just a germaphobe. So he's like, we're not eating on the avenue. I mean, everyone, some people are not even comfortable eating outside yet. So I get it. That's true. That's true. Um, there have been tons of articles written about how New York City is dead and how everyone is fleeing. And now being in real estate, I can say there are a lot of people selling apartments right now that are leaving. Now, I'll also say that these people had already planned to one exactly. day. Exactly. Exactly. Just fed up their timeline. So most of these people have children and they were planning on growing their family and they were always going leave. They just moved up their timeline. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, the other thing about it is going out to eat. Like I said, waiting 45 minutes. It's like impossible for me to believe that it's dead when there's a rush of people wanting to go back to the old ways. I agree. I think it's definitely not dead. I hate seeing that it's, it's, 
so upsetting and infuriating and I agree with the people who left were planning to leave anyway. All my friends who I went to high school with have been in the city since March. They didn't even leave the city. Um, and they've been there and they do not plan to leave. Um, so I can say people are not leaving. And you know what, if people want to leave, like, good for them. Like, honestly, there are a lot of people in the city. Like, if some people want to leave, like, that's fine with me. Like, totally. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, there are too many people anyway. So if you want to leave, it's not going to be dead. It's just you're not going to have to wait. Instead of one hour per table, maybe it'll be 45 minutes. Which right, is, right. You know. Yeah. And, you know, there's always like, it's hard for me to even understand why somebody would say that because there's always a new generation of young people who come to city to the city for the same reasons. Like you come to the city, I always say for love or for a career, or sometimes you get lucky and you both. And right. so there's not going to be like, people are still going to continue to graduate college and come to the city for the same opportunities or to be able to like, pave their way into whatever industry they want to get into, especially the creative side, restaurants, there's whatever it is. So, I mean, like, sure, maybe some of the New Yorkers that have been here for a while and came for those reasons now have families now are settled in their career and now are going to be able to work from home have left, but there's still the new wave. A hundred percent. I think it just, you know, maybe if you've been in New York this whole time and you were there in June when things really were shut down, um, you know, it definitely gets to you. It's definitely sad to see. Um, and the reality is businesses are going to close and stores are going to close. But other businesses have been more successful than other, including restaurants. There are some restaurants who launched, um, you know, meal kits on Gold Belly delivery, and they've been more successful. Obviously, that's not the case for everyone, but there's something to be said that, um, you know, it hasn't been all so bad in this time. Um, right. So. And in the same respect, yes, there's a lot of real estate inventory. However, buy. So there's always like with one negative, there's always a positive for somebody else, you know, like, sure, people are leaving and prices have come down. That's a really great reason for you to buy. Interest rates are still right, low. Right. Buyer, now's your chance. Maybe you couldn't exactly. afford ago, but all of a sudden now you can. It's a great time to buy, yeah. Great and maybe, maybe rents will go down after this. I, I've been hearing people negotiating rent, so maybe totally. that will be a thing, which is amazing because they're astronomical, so. Yeah, rents down. Um, there's more incentives, I will say, rather than just prices being slashed, people are offering more incentives. You get one month free here. You don't right. have to pay fees. You know, the landlords are paying broker fees, which is always welcome. You know, so there's definitely more incentives. People are getting creative. Um, and I think more inventory is a good thing. You have more options. Yeah, totally. Better place. You have more light. You have a balcony, whatever it is. So. New York City is not dead. Definitely um, not. Definitely. It's changed. However, it'll come back. It will. It will. I think by this time next year, we're going to be in a totally, totally different place. I agree. Um, so, I mean, listen, the restaurant's opening is just step one for me for New York because the reason people live in the city, I think, is for the culture. Um, other than the people that move here because they don't want to commute to work, right? So there's two reasons of living in New York, and it's because you don't want to commute, right. and 
love a city life. It's just a different life. You don't mind living in a smaller space because of your extracurricular activities that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. There's so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, once the restaurants open, Broadway needs to come back. Once all those things happen, I mean, what's the reason for you not to live here? If you're going to work from home, I can't argue with you. But is everybody going to work from home forever? No, definitely not. And I think... I'll be there. Right, right. I think people will be... People are planning to go back in January. I think some people are already going back once or twice a week. Um, but there's just so much more to the city than than work. I mean, like you said, it's Broadway. It's the museums. It's honestly just walking the streets. Like, that. that's like, for me, one of the best things about New York is just you can walk for hours and there's so much to see and there's so much to learn and it just you can't do that anywhere else it's just not the same so are you born and raised in New York yeah and so you lived through Lehman Brothers crashing you lived through 9-11 you saw that sure there are quiet times and then it comes right back yeah yeah I think obviously this was a really devastating time for a lot of reasons um, but you know what, if, like I said before, and I'll say it again, if people are moving out, that's great. Like, I think maybe it was getting too crowded, like maybe rush hour subway was too crowded and it was, it was too hectic and things were getting too impossible. So maybe this is going to end up being a good thing. Who knows? And then I also feel like, you know, this isn't one of those things that just affected New York, like the entire world. Of course. Yeah. Affected. So it's not like oh, the city is dead. There was this devastating virus that hit New York. No, it's like, if you weren't in New York and you were quarantined in a small apartment, you were quarantined in a house. You still weren't going anywhere or doing anything. Nothing was open. It was the hardest for people in New York. Yes. By far. Like when they say New York tough, like the people who stuck it out since March and did not leave their apartment, like that is, that was probably one of the hardest things ever. Yeah, so totally. You have to give credit where credit's due. And, um, you know, those are the people that are going to bring the city back. So I agree. I agree. I think that's a great way to end our talk. New York City will come back strong. And you heard it from somebody born and raised in the city. Um, what's next for Eating NYC? Get back to the city and get back to restaurants. I feel yeah. like I've been... Um, like just itching to go back, itching to just kind of feel the life that is New York. I feel like just being in the city gives you so much life and inspiration and motivation. And um, yeah. I'm just excited to be back there and, you know, just be a New Yorker and do me. You know, it's there's nothing like New York City. So I'm just excited to go back. What are like the top three restaurants you're going to hit the first thing you get back? Um, so next week I'm going to, um, Kamika, uh -huh. new, I think it's a Japanese Italian mix. Sounds very cool. Um, I'm going, I'm planning to go to this Polly G's pop-up in Greenpoint. Um, those are my two that I want to get to next week. So we'll see. I feel like, um, I do have a long list and I have a lot of catching up to do, but if you guys want a new place to go, I would definitely look into those two spots. So. Perfect. And I want to mention that my, in my last newsletter, I did link your list to all the places in New York city that, um, were offering outdoor dining. And I got a lot of really great feedback because like, even with me, 
you know, basically what I'm doing is I don't have time to look it up. So I'm just taking a walk. And sometimes, you know, 10 restaurants you go to, there's no seating. So right. want to check out a list of places to eat. I think you do the Hamptons too. So both city and the Hamptons. Yeah, uh, I have both guides. And then I'll start working on an indoor dining guide as well. Um, I feel like some restaurants are still figuring out if they're going to open on that date, but, um, I'll start working on that too, because people really like the guides. I think it's really helpful. So totally helpful. I'll have that soon too. Amazing. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. So great speaking with you and hopefully we can have a meal together in real life. I'm down soon. It's really the only plans that I make. So I'm happy to share it too. <laughs> All right, well, great speaking with you and have a good rest of your day. Thanks. And everybody, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Real Talk with Ronnie. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Let's get real. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Are you in the city right now? I am. Where are you? Um, out on Long Island. I'm coming back Friday. I'm very excited. I think you're gonna feel there's a difference, but I think you'll feel like, ugh, I'm home. Because that's how I, I feel. Know, I know. Yeah, I, I've been going back and forth a lot, and it's definitely kind of seeming more normal um, yeah. as the summer has gone on. So I'm excited and um, excited restaurants are doing indoor dining, so feels like we're moving in a positive direction. Finally, no, I know. Um, okay, so before we dive right in, because I want to talk to you about that, obviously, um, I just want to say this is my first real talk with Ronnie on Instagram Live. I was oh. hoping to have you back in like my studio. I film at the Wing in Flatiron in September, and I don't think they're opening. So I know we were supposed to film in March, right? March. Or, yeah, you were my next one. And then everything closed right Crazy. before lockdown. So I was like, you know what? We all have to adapt. I don't want to stop the series. I had, I filmed so much in January, February that I had enough content. And now I don't have anything. And oh I'm like, God. I can't just stop doing it. So right, you have to just find thing. a way to make it work like everyone else has in this crazy time. Yeah, exactly. And actually, the podcast was doing better than the YouTube series anyways, in terms of subscribers. So wow. we'll, pull, we'll pull the audio from this because everybody's just listening. Um, yeah. So it's a perfect time for me to say, don't forget to subscribe to Real Talk with Ronnie, wherever you listen to your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, it's available everywhere. Um, so yeah, let's jump right in. I mean, talk to me about That's restaurants good. going indoors. Um, you know, I was, my first instinct was like, oh my God, yay, finally. And then, you know, some people were like, no, this isn't good. Um, and you know, I, I hear both sides, but ultimately we want things to be normal. We want, um, restaurants to open. We want people to have their jobs back. And as long as we continue to be safe and careful, we should just keep, um, moving forward. And this is a great step. I mean, the restaurant industry is really, really suffering and, you know, they predicted that six, something like 68% of restaurants would close by the end of the year if they didn't do indoor dining. So yes, restaurants are still going to be suffering a lot. 
um, even with the 25% capacity, but it's a start and it's better than nothing. So um, I, I'm all for it. Me too. I mean, I just hope that people don't get sick, but I guess exactly. the only way to try is for people to try, you know, for us right. to at least start testing it out and seeing. And I feel like it's not impossible for you to just wear a mask when like your waiter comes to the table and then take it off when you're eating and talking and like, you know, you place your order and they shouldn't really come back a million other times unless they're filling your water. So exactly, exactly. And 25% really isn't a lot. So right. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have been eating out in the city every week because it's just something to do. So every yeah. week, my husband and I eat out like we go with friends or we go on a date night and it's crowded. Um, yeah. And you have to wait 45 minutes to get a table. Like it feels like New York, you know, which I exactly. love, but there's a lot of people and it's fine because you're at your table. So you're only, you know, talking to the people at your table and you're probably there because you trust them. However, the second you get up, like I almost immediately rush out of there because I put the mask on and I'm yeah, for sure. by people waiting in line and whatever. So, I mean, hopefully our rates continue to stay low and we can continue to get inside and inside. Um, how's it been in the Hamptons? How's the outdoor eating? It's been, I mean, they have indoor eating here. Um, oh. Since, I think it's like the beginning of July, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But I mean, we haven't eaten indoors because why would we? You know, there's yeah. so much outdoor seating. There's so much more space here. Um, so we haven't really done it, but restaurants do have indoor seating here. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing it when right. you have the option of outside. Exactly. I, I think more when it gets cold out. Um, it's real. It's really to help the restaurants. I mean, in yeah. September 30th, it's still going to be nice out. I think, you know, we're really doing this to give the restaurants more business, to give them that opportunity. Yeah, I don't understand how they can pay rent. I just don't. They're I not. Don't, That's exactly I, what it is. <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's been nuts. But how have you been? How else has quarantine been? I noticed you've been doing a lot of cooking, like a the lot of cooking. It's crazy because I still call it quarantine, but me we're too. not quarantining. But like I call it quarantine. And then a few weeks ago, it hit me. I was like, is that normal? Or if I tell people I'm quarantining, do they assume that I've been exposed and that's why I'm right. quarantining? Right. But I yeah, I still call it that. Um, it's been it's been fine. I don't know. I'm used to it by now. I have been doing a lot more cooking. I mean, I really had to pivot pretty much my whole business um, during this time. And, you know, especially at the beginning when there was no dining at all um, right. to doing a lot of cooking and recipes. And people would always ask me before this, do you cook? Do you cook? And I would say, yeah, I do. But, you know, I wouldn't cook my whatever I was making at home. But now that's something that I've had to integrate in. Um, you know, it's opened up a whole new audience and um, a whole new door of people who, you know, are buying at home, who are asking me what pans they use, who are asking me what cooking products they use. I've created an Amazon store where I link to the products for um, all my recipes. So, like, there are all these things that I've done to um, kind of entertain my audience and myself at the same time. Yeah, um, but it's been really successful. So I think it's something that I'll continue to do. I think people like the cooking and people are eating in more than they were before regardless. So um, definitely around to stay. Did you jump on the banana bread wagon? 
Um, I thought about it all the time, but I never actually made it. Um, so no. I made it every week for five weeks. Oh my God. Got creative. So we were using almond flour to become healthier. And then we were throwing other fruits in it and berries. And then we started, we were like, forget the bread, let's make muffins. So we were using like cupcake pans. Um, I think everyone had the same idea. I mean, the yeah. amount that I've cooked in this time is like insane. Like I've never um, spent so much time cooking. Same, same. And I have to cook for my husband and my daughter. And so oh a lot want she usually eats what we eat but she's a picky eater so there's always like an alternative amended version of what we're eating right, um, right. um i saw that you made the spinach artichoke dip from hillstone hillstone is a, that was a good one yeah that was a good one are they sending you recipes or you're just trying no everyone asked me that and it's funny because Weirdly enough, even though I have contacts with so many of the restaurants that I pull recipes from, I don't ever ask them and I don't ever tell them I'm doing it. I think, um, I don't know, it's just kind of part of the fun and part of the challenge is looking it up online, trying to see if there's any kind of recipe or guideline, um, getting the ingredients and then kind of recipe testing on my own. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that these recipes are not meant to be, um, yes, they're meant to be replicas, but at the same time, they're meant to be something you can make at home. So right. a lot of the recipes like include equipment or, or something that, um, like a deep fryer that, that no one really has at home. So, um, it's kind of better because it's like, if I can do it, like I'm no chef, right? So if I can do it, you can do it. Um, so I think that kind of process makes it a lot more appealing to my followers who can be like, okay, well, I can make this too. This is what you need. And this is how she did it. So, yeah, that's nice. I mean, I love the spicy rigatoni from Carbone and the Hillstone artichoke, spinach artichoke dip was my personal favorite. Um, but I want to, first, I want to get into your journey and how you started eating NYC in the first place, because I feel like so many of us in New York are foodies just in terms of like loving to go out to eat and loving food. However, not all of us start the business that you're in. You know, we think about it probably once or twice. Well, I started it by accident. Um, okay. I, I started it in 2014 just as a hobby. Um, had no idea that it could be a business or profitable or anything like that. Um, but it was kind of like my intro to the food industry. And um, after starting it, I worked in hospitality for a few years. Um, and then since 2017, I've been doing it full time. So I kind of really grew with the industry. Um, the whole like influencer thing wasn't a thing when I started this. So um, it's been really cool to kind of watch it all take off and, um, you know, learn with the developers and learn with the PR agencies and whoever it is that I'm working with. But um, yeah, I've been doing this full time for, I guess now almost four years, which is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. What did you do before this in hospitality? So I worked at a PR marketing agency and doing social media and PR. And then I worked in-house for a restaurant group um, as a director of social media and public relations. As well. Oh, great. I don't like I'm that. all in the same like sphere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I should mention that I, we've actually met before. Um, in real life? No way. <laughs> yes, we were at a, a birthday party. Um, we have two friends in common. So the first friend is Rebecca Orbach, who- Oh my God. Friends, and you and her went to middle school together or something, and she wanted me to, to mention the Thai food spot that you guys would always go to and bring your fake IDs to drink. Oh I don't my God. Alexa. And then the second person in common is actually how we met in real life. Nazila and Sharona are friends yeah. of mine. Sharona what a small world. Yeah, so I met you at the girls' birthday party at like the My Gym on Upper West Side or something. Oh my God, that's crazy. What a it was small world. How are you? Like we didn't really know who each other right, was. Right, right, right. Well, she's in real estate, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and Sharona had the twins the same month that I birthed to my daughter. So we've been like mom friends. That's so cute. That's amazing. So what is she two now? A little over two? Yeah. Amazing. And I think you just got your dog right around that birthday party. Yes, we just got the dog. We brought Cosmo. Yeah. Everyone was like swooning over this puppy. He's the best. <laughs> That's so funny. Do um, you take Cosmo out to eat? What are your stances on that? Um, we do take him out to eat. Um, there have been one or two restaurants that weren't okay with it. So I think the rules, I don't really understand what the rules are, but like pretty much everyone is okay with it. And then once or twice, someone, actually only once, they were like, we can't have dogs. And I didn't really understand why. But um, I think it's fine. I mean, he's a small dog. He sits on my lap. He's very clean. Like I bathe him all the time, um, and he's he's quiet. So I don't think it should be a problem. I mean, I think yeah. he's not disturbing anyone. So yeah, yeah if everybody is eating outside, it's like right. should be part of the culture that you know. Yeah, I agree, and it's nice. I mean, it's who wants to leave their dog at home, especially in the city. It's sad. No. Um, but speaking of eating outside, so I have been, like I said, forcing my husband to go and eat out with me every week. And his rule is he not eat on the avenue. Because if you've seen, they've set up like, and most of them have done a really nice job. They have like these enclosements that they've created with like wood. And usually they- Some, are, some of them are gorgeous, yeah. However, on the avenues, now that like fall is coming, People are back in the city. There is traffic. It's not like back in April when the were dead. Like there's cars and they're driving fast. And so he's like, we are not eating on an avenue. So his rule is side street or sidewalk. And on the Upper East Side, there's a lot of really wide sidewalks. So there's a lot of safe eating. <laughs> right, right. But how do you feel about eating on the street? Um, I... I haven't eaten out enough times to really say. I think I've only done, I don't know. No, I've done it all now that I'm thinking about it and kind of Upper East Side as well. I don't mind it. Yeah. I think maybe it does feel slightly more hectic, but I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I think if they do a good job with the plants, then you don't feel like you're eating in traffic. Yes. No, like it I all depends on the setup, but... Um, and also the time of day, like if it's just a quick lunch, like it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I think only if it's like you're trying to eat a nice peaceful meal that it becomes a bother. But, um, 
overall, I can't say that I've really minded it. Okay, good. I mean, I feel like most people think the way you feel, and my husband's just a germaphobe, so he's like, we're not eating on the avenue. I mean, everyone, some people are not even comfortable eating outside yet, so I get it. That's true, that's true. Um, there have been tons of articles written about how New York City is dead and how everyone is fleeing. And now being in real estate, I can say there are a lot of people selling apartments right now that are leaving. Now, I'll also say that these people had already planned to one exactly. day. Exactly. Exactly. Just sped up their timeline. So most of these people have children and they were planning on growing their family and they were always going if they just moved up their timeline. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing about it is going out to eat. Like I said, waiting 45 minutes. It's like impossible for me to believe that it's dead when there's a rush of people wanting to go back to the old ways. I agree. I think it's definitely not dead. I hate seeing that it's, it's so upsetting and infuriating. And I agree with the people who left were planning to leave anyway. All my friends who I went to high school with have been in the city since March. They didn't even leave the city. Um, mm. And they've been there and they do not plan to leave. Um, so I can say people are not leaving. And you know what? If people want to leave, like, good for them. Like, honestly, there are a lot of people in the city. Like, if some people want to leave, like, that's fine with me. Like, totally. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, there are too many people anyway. So if you want to leave, it's not going to be dead. It's just you're not going to have to wait. Instead of one hour per table, maybe it'll be 45 minutes. Which right. Is, right. You know. Yeah. And, you know, there's always, like, it's hard for me to even understand why somebody would say that because there's always a new generation of young people who come to, city, to the city for the same reasons. Like, you come to the city, I always say, for love or for a career. Or sometimes you get lucky and you both. And right. so there's not going to be like, people are still going to continue to graduate college and come to the city for the same opportunities or to be able to like pave their way into whatever industry they want to get into, especially the creative side, restaurants, whatever it is. So, I mean, like, sure, maybe some of the New Yorkers that have been here for a while and came for those reasons now have families now are settled in their career and now are going to be able to work from home have left, but there's still the new wave. A hundred percent. I think it just, you know, maybe if you've been in New York this whole time and you were there in June when things really were shut down, um, you know, it definitely gets to you. It's definitely sad to see. Um, and the reality is businesses are going to close and stores are going to close, but other businesses have been more successful than other, including restaurants. There are some restaurants who launched um, you know, meal kits on Gold Belly, delivery, and they've been more successful. Obviously, that's not the case for everyone, but there's something to be said that, um, you know, it hasn't been all so bad in this time. Um, right. So. And in the same respect, yes, there's a lot of real estate inventory. However, buy. So there's always like with one negative, there's always a positive for somebody else, you know, like, Sure, people are leaving and prices have come down. That's a really great reason for you to buy. Interest rates are still right, low. Right. Buyer, now's your chance. Maybe you couldn't exactly. go, but all of a sudden now you can. It's a great time to buy. Yeah, and maybe maybe rents will go down after this. I, I've been hearing people negotiating rent, so maybe totally. that will be a thing, which is amazing because they're 
astronomical, so. Yeah, rents down. Um, there's more incentives, I will say. Rather than just prices being slashed, people are offering more incentives. You get one month free here. You don't right. have to pay fees. You know, the landlords are paying broker fees, which is always welcome. You know, so there's definitely more incentives. People are getting creative. Um, and I think more inventory is a good thing. You have more options. Yeah, totally. Better place, you have more light, you have a balcony, whatever it is. So New York City is not dead. Definitely um, not, definitely. It's changed, however, it'll come back. It will, it will. I think by this time next year, we're gonna be in a totally, totally different place. I agree. Um, so, I mean, listen, the restaurant's opening is just step one for me for New York because the reason people live in the city, I think, is for the culture. Um, other than the people that move here because they don't want to commute to work, right? So there's two reasons of living in New York, and it's because you don't want to commute right. and love a city life. It's just a different life. You don't mind living in a smaller space because of your extracurricular activities that you're doing on a day-to-day -day I mean, basis. There's so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, once the restaurant's open, Broadway needs to come back. Once all those things happen, I mean, what's the reason for you not to live here? If you're going to work from home, I can't argue with you. But is everybody going to work from home forever? No, definitely not. And I think... I'll be there. Right, right. I think people will be... People are planning to go back in January. I think some people are already going back once or twice a week. Um, but there's just so much more to the city than then work. I mean, like you said, it's Broadway, it's the museums, it's honestly just walking the streets. Like, that, that's like, for me, one of the best things about New York is just you can walk for hours and there's so much to see and there's so much to learn and it just, you can't do that anywhere else. It's just not the same. So are you born and raised in New York? Yeah. And so you lived through Lehman Brothers crashing, you lived through 9-11, you saw that sure, there are quiet times, and then it comes right back. Yeah, yeah, I think obviously this was a really devastating time for a lot of reasons. Um, but you know what, if, like I said before, and I'll say it again, if people are moving out, that's great. Like I think maybe it was getting too crowded, like maybe rush hour subway was too crowded and it was, it was too hectic and things were getting too impossible. So maybe this is gonna end up being a good thing, who knows? And then I also feel like, you know, this isn't one of those things that just affected New York, like the entire world. Of course, yeah. Affected. So it's not like, oh, the city is dead. There was this devastating virus that hit New York. No, it's like, if you weren't in New York and you were quarantined in a small apartment, you were quarantined in a house, you still weren't going anywhere or doing anything. Nothing was open. It was the hardest for people in New York. Yes. By far. Like, when they say New York tough, like, the people who stuck it out since March and did not leave their apartment, like, that is, that was probably one of the hardest things ever. Yeah, like, totally. You have to give credit where credit's due, and, um, you know, those are the people that are going to bring the city back, so. I agree. I agree. I think that's a great way to end our talk. New York City will come back strong, and you heard it from somebody born and raised in the city. Um, what's next for Eating NYC? Get back to the city and get back to restaurants. I feel like I've been, um, like just itching to go back, itching to just kind of feel 
the life that is New York. I feel like just being in the city gives you so much life and inspiration and motivation. And um, I'm just excited to be back there and, you know, just be a New Yorker and do me. You know, it's there's nothing like New York City. So I'm just excited to go back. What are like the top three restaurants you're going to hit the first thing you get back? Um, so next week, I'm going to um, Kamika. Uh-huh. new, I think it's a Japanese Italian mix. Sounds very cool. Um, I'm going, I'm planning to go to this Polly G's pop up in Greenpoint. Um, those are my two that I want to get to next week. So we'll see. I feel like um, I do have a long list and I have a lot of catching up to do. But if you guys want a new place to go, I would definitely look into those two spots. So Perfect. And I want to mention that my in my last newsletter, I did link your list to all the places in New York City that um, were offering outdoor dining. And I got a lot of really great feedback because like even with me, you know, basically what I'm doing is I don't have time to look it up. So I'm just taking a walk. And sometimes, you know, 10 restaurants you go to, there's no seating. So right. want to check out a list of places to eat. I think you do the Hamptons too. So both and the Hamptons. Uh, yeah, I have both guides, and then I'll start working on an indoor dining guide as well. Um, I feel like some restaurants are still figuring out if they're going to open on that date, but um, I'll start working on that too because people really like the guides. I think it's really helpful. So, totally helpful. I'll have that soon too. Amazing. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. So great speaking with you, and hopefully, we can have a meal together in real life. I'm down soon. It's really the only plans that I make, so I'm happy to share. Me too. <laughs> All right, well, great speaking with you, and have a good rest of your day. Thanks, and everybody, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Real Talk with Ronnie.